Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. And today, our wonderful patriotic guest is Nikki Limo. Hey. Once you guys see the video, you'll understand what I mean. I just voted. (laughs) I have a sticker that says I voted because I did. Because you're voted. the best. Thank you. I think everyone, gosh. you're, I think, are you the only one who's voted out? I mean, as out of, of right this now. Right. circle that's in this room? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I am. You yeah. are. Well, We're voting, but we are voting. But later. they, oh, they will vote. They are voting. Yeah. They do vote. I hope you all fucking voted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Because yeah, this, this episode will come you out. You better have voted or else whatever's happening in the world right now is your fault. <laughs> it's your fault. True. Because <laughs> this episode will come out in December. True. Oh, shit. So you'll really know if yeah. the world is burning. Yeah. So <laughs> you will feel all bad. Of you if you didn't vote and you caused it. And yay, if we've uh, changed the world um, yeah. to make it a better place. I mean, or a less every- terrible place. Yeah. Just everyone. My standards playing, are low right now. Everyone's so playing low. harps and yes. getting along and having sex. And oh, my gosh. I just, orgasm. all I want is just like not like the terrible stuff. I'm like, you know, we don't have yeah. to necessarily improve. But like, let's just, just not the go backwards, stuff. right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe yeah. like less murder. Oh, I'd be into that. Mm-hmm. Maybe less murder. I'd totally be yes. into it. <laughs> we have a saying here where you can't own an Apple TV and also be a racist. <laughs> and like, I would just love if we like followed through with that thing of being like, you don't get to like reap the perks of living in this century and then also be a total. Idiot. Yeah, yeah. I like that rule. Yeah. Thankfully, all of my friends own Apple TVs. They're not racist. <laughs> I have an Apple TV. <gasps> Me, I have two Apple TVs. Whoa, Ooh, you're double sweet. not racist. Yeah. Or does it cancel it out and now you're racist? Ooh, oh, God. Something to think about. Shit. Check yourself. No, they're two positives. Two positives. Yeah, two positives. Okay, positives. Okay. Two yeah. positives yeah. equal positive. Yeah. Positive. Positive, positive, positive. Yes. Uh, so this is an advice podcast. Uh, people call in. They leave us voicemails. And uh, then we give them some advice. And our lovely producer here is Melissa. Hello. AAA. Uh, and our phone number, if you guys want to call in for an upcoming episode, is 310-694-0976. And our email address for international callers is meganpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, it's going to be good. Are you good at giving advice? I hope so. (laughs) I mean, it depends on the type of advice. Do you give unsolicited advice? Uh, Not unsolicited. Oh, that's... Yeah. You're a better person It's always solicited, but I, you know, I can't wait to give that solicited advice. Oh, it's... It opened... Like, you... I always thought, because I'm an unsolicited advice kind of person. Okay. I always thought that I... I couldn't deep dive more, but then the power that you have when someone actually wants to hear what you have to say. Yes. You're like, hold my hoops. Yep. Let me tell you. <laughs> as long as I have permission. Oh, you're oh, in for a ride. I'm going in because like now you've signed up for this. Yes. yes. Like this isn't just me like trying to tread lightly without being like, I don't want to offend you. I'm right. like, oh no, you asked. And here's the thing. I think you're a bad friend if you don't tell the truth. Oh, I think you are too. If you're a good, good friend, you will tell them the things that they don't want to hear. Yeah. Or maybe you say something nice and they're like, oh, phew, I was yeah. right. And that's that's cool. But at least they know that they can trust your word. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I always hate that when friends don't ask your advice on something or your opinion. You're like, please ask <laughs> you're me just because dying. I have one. Like I got one and I really think you should hear it, but I'm not going to tell you until you tell, like you ask me what I think. Sometimes I ask if I can have their permission. Oh, my, my, my friend, she was dating this guy and we went out together and she was like a little tipsy. And then I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. Do you want to come with me? And she's like, sure. And we get in the bathroom. I was like, how drunk are you right now? She goes, I mean, like I'm a little tipsy. And I was like, like, I'm going to tell you something and I need you to remember it, but I need you to not be mad at me. And she's like, I, okay, I feel like that's good. I was like, you need to dump him. He's the worst fucking guy in the entire goddamn world. That's she's a good like, friend. Okay. That's a good friend. You're probably right. And then it took like three more months before she did. But, but she uh, got there. But at least she, she got did. there. Yeah, she did. She's, Breakups are hard to do. Oh yeah. I don't know if I've ever... I've uh, I've ghosted a couple people. Oh, that's usually me. Yeah, I'm nice. a ghoster. Don't, no, no more I'm, of that. Don't oh, do this. But, but see, she's in a long I, relationship okay. now. Like, now, okay, I wouldn't. Yeah. I tried to ghost him. It didn't okay. work. <laughs> I would rather. But here's the thing, though. 
like I'm a big believer in like do unto others what you would want done to you. Mm-hmm. I would rather be ghosted. Oh, than you would 100 really? than someone be like, "Hey, I'm just not that into." Like, no, yeah. I don't want to hear it. I'm really, like, it's yeah. like my exes is like 50 50. It's like either like I'm still really good friends with them uh-huh. or I just ghosted them. With ghosting though, yeah. I just never feel like there's closure when people ghost. Oh, we don't we don't believe, believe in closure. closure. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need it. <laughs> more inclusive to guys because we're aligned to everything. Like we don't do that here. <laughs> we haven't voted either. So who <laughs> are we just were busy this morning (laughs) but no yeah we don't believe in closure why why is that that's so curious so you know it's so funny the first conversation we had with this i think was ashley and ashley was wearing a very similar outfit to you right now and she just didn't get you and i'm like wow i can talk to you about closure it's like i've already done this she Um, had on like the exact exact same outfit maybe because you need closure on this subject literally it's full circle it is um so our feeling on closure is if you need like especially in a relationship or anything like that like whoever was the reason why you ended your relationship is not ever going to be part of like you moving on like I think like if anything the only time you'd get closure is if you like you want to talk to your like ex or whatever and like talk it out a you're really going into you want to get one thing like you want that satisfaction of either like I fucked up I really miss you or all of this stuff but like most of the time the answers you're not going to get the one answer that you're looking for and the only time closure would happen is if like they end up being a complete and total jerk and then you're like okay yeah I was right you're a jerk hmm for me it's like a a puzzle like a jigsaw puzzle and then there's like pieces missing yeah and I just want to finish the fucking puzzle but then do they ever help you do that yeah really yeah so Mm -hmm. like uh, like years later like it'll be like seven years later that's our that's our exception yeah that's the exception okay it has to be years later because it's Mm -hmm. usually people are trying to get closure in a relationship like within like a couple months oh no 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 and that's not a thing because the only way you can get closure is when you don't need the closure. It's like when you're already good and you've yes. moved on and everything's fine, that's when it happens. Yeah, I but can like, agree with that. As soon as you're trying to like tie up loose ends with somebody, like it's- It's just you. If you, if you still have like feelings there yeah. and you're, stuff. You're, you're giving them like a way to say, oh no, I messed yeah. up. Yeah. That's what you're waiting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're waiting for that moment until you're not waiting for that. Then mm-hmm. you can get the closure because also then you don't give a shit. What do you feel about closure with friends? Because I've been ghosted by friends before. Oh, I do that all the uh, time. Too. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> same. Same, same, same. same. I just get like monsters. Ti- I get tired of people. <laughs> yeah. Same. No, no. That's it's, hilarious. Yeah. But like good friends or just acquaintances? It's uh, usually good. Holy <laughs> shit. All right. It takes it takes a while to like actually be my friend. And then mm-hmm. I'll just yeah. be like, mm, we're not on the same page yeah. anymore. <laughs> And also people who've put in more effort than you for like yes. most of the time, you're like, yeah. dude, if this was like, if you put in equally as much effort as I have, we would have not been friends like yeah. five months Stop ago. Being so yeah. thirsty. But like, yeah, like you're trying, like you really put all this effort in and I've kind of just like been where you've at. Like, I'm like, okay, sure. But oh, yeah, I get you it. didn't give me the opportunity to prove that like, I don't really think you're friends. friend. I'm the worst. Okay. Yeah. I've been ghosted by people where like, it takes me a while to become friends with someone too. Cause mm-hmm. I like just have trust issues. Cause yeah. once once you're my friend I'm like so fucking loyal Mm -hmm. and so like very few people are in this like tight friendship circle and so if one gets in and then they like become a shitty friend I'm like how did you how did you make it through the vetting process how did you make it Mm -hmm. through this like how did you infiltrate Mm -hmm. and and then I'm just 
so confused about like, where did I go wrong? Like, where did I, where did Mm -hmm. I misstep and allow this person in this circle? And it drives me crazy until I can figure out the reason why it didn't work out. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Then I can let it go. Yeah. Yeah. But until then I'm just like, why the fuck is that bitch such a bitch? And I'm just like, yeah, Yeah. I'm just mad. And I I don't like to harbor like mad energy or toxic energy. And Mm -hmm. so it's almost like not getting this piece of the puzzle, like it makes it impossible for me to let that go. And I hate that. Yeah. See, sometimes I'll ghost people and then I just need that distance for Mm. a few months and then we'll become friends again. Okay. Yeah. I've definitely like let distance happen. Yeah. But like full on like not responding to confrontations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely never done. I need to reevaluate myself. (laughs) I'm a shitty person. We both do. I also have terrible anxiety with when I think everyone's mad at me. So I'd rather just not respond to someone and then let them be mad at me and know that's why they're mad at me as opposed to like, so you come up with, yes. So it's not, so like, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm like, I think you're mad at me. Like, well, at least if I don't respond, I know why you're mad at me. So then I I know I can control that anger. I see. Cause I'm, insane (laughs) just a little bit I understand the thought process yeah I get that way too and then I'm just like wait but this makes me feel better when this goes away because for some reason this feeling doesn't go away or it just stays attached Mm -hmm. and I'm like it's better for my aura if I just like confront the issue that I'm scared of which is odd because I'm also very confrontational huh I'm not at all no no not I could not see you know that's why i just ghost people yeah <laughs> but like not even in like a like a, oh i'm scared of that you're like no. too much effort. i'm just like i don't <laughs> care yeah. Yeah. yeah okay guys i guess we can start yeah. and give some advice oh, yeah should we get some advice now i'm 18 i recently started college and to put it as simple as can be i'm not having the most fun i've kind of struggled with depression for quite a while more recently through high school and Now I am without some of the friends that I have had throughout high school, and it's really hard making friends here. I've been throwing myself out there like a million different ways, and it just hasn't worked so far. And so I'm really kind of lonely. I'm only about an hour and a half away from home, but it's still kind of far. My sister goes to university only 20 minutes away from our home, and I see her going home on Sundays and having dinner with the family or my mom coming up and having lunch with her when she has a break from work and different things like that. And really I'm kind of getting FOMO, you know, I love my roommate and there are certain things I love about my campus, like the liberal politics and stuff, but I'm just not super happy. And so I've kind of been thinking that at the end of this academic year, I'm going to, reevaluate and maybe transfer to the college my sister goes to, which is only 20 minutes away from home. So if I'm lonely and without friends there, at least I'm only 20 minutes away from my family. What do you think I should do? Should I soldier on because this is the university I picked? Should I keep putting myself out there? Should I do what I said by reevaluating at the end of the year? I don't know. Just help me out. I think this is not so black and white Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of reasons someone can be unhappy. She mentioned she struggles with depression. And if you have depression, it really doesn't matter if you're at that college or you're at the college closer to your house or you're at home or mm-hmm. you're around people, you're not around people, you're going to not be happy. It yeah. just is. Like you have depression. 
if it's outside factors, like the stuff at this particular college is stressing you out, or you think that like you're lonely and you'll never make friends here. And so you need to go back to your old friends. Then I don't know, maybe, maybe you'd be a little happier if you knew some people. But I also think that the, these are like the best parts of your life is the figuring out part. Because once you like become happy on your own, you can be happy anywhere. Mm -hmm. And you, and even if you have depression, you can find, if you find ways to work through it and, and stuff that like gets you past those really, really hard parts, that's like the best piece of life to find. Yeah. You know? No, I, I agree. I think, uh, yeah, I think it, there you got to figure out exactly what it is about this school that specifically makes you unhappy. And then also, I would say, I don't know if you've talked to your sister about it yet, but talk to her. I think the thing that I learned as a college dropout. Um, hell yeah, me too. <laughs> hell yes. <laughs> um, what I learned, <laughs> thank God, I've been, I, I'm always outnumbered. Actually, I'm not always no, outnumbered. Most of my friends didn't go to college. Um, actually here, because it's LA. Yeah. But uh, usually she's giving me shit for not going to college. No, it's not the for everyone. statements that you make it's regarding true. the yeah, college. Yeah, I'm like, now that I'm done with college, You're she's like, like no, you now that when I was post-grad, I was like, but you didn't graduate. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the age. When I was post-grad. Out. Yeah, I was like, all of my friends graduated, so I was the age of post grad. Right, right, right. Like, that makes it's sense. An age bracket. That's what it is. It's just easier for people to digest. Yeah, it has nothing to do with a degree I did or did not get. Um, but I would say, figure out, talk to your sister about it, and um, find out if she's happy. Because I think as soon as I kind of like swallowed my pride and admitted like to like a couple of my friends being like, so I first admitted to uh, my, one of my best friends and she's two years younger than us. And she's my best friend's little sister. They're both like my sisters. And I called her like crying, being like, I hate this school. Your sister's so happy at college. Everybody's so happy at college and I don't know what to do. And she's like literally like a junior in high school being like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm so sorry. Like trying to like <laughs> help me. And she was like panicking and freaking out. And uh, then she was talking to somebody else about it and their sibling, who was one of my friends, he was like, yeah, my sister's like really hates school. And she was like, wait, Megan hates school. Mm -hmm. And so then I ended up calling my friend and being like, yeah, this is terrible. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so glad somebody else had said this. And I think everybody, I mean, it's just like the Instagram highlight reel in general. Yeah. Nobody really likes to talk about or show if they don't love something. Mm -hmm. And especially college, like I felt so much pressure to have such a good time because A, I was... I don't know, like so many movies and TV shows about people going to college and like it was supposed to be the greatest time ever and my friends who had older siblings and it was so cool and fun that I was like, oh my God, what the fuck did I do? I hate it here. Like I'm doing it wrong. And then when I started talking to a couple of my other friends and they also really hated it and were super miserable, A, that made me feel a lot better of yeah. knowing like, wow, okay, it's not just me. You're not alone. And then when I ended up leaving and my other, two of my other friends and the friend that I called two years later when she went to college, she ended up transferring and going to a different school. And we, she was able to like talk to me about it, which was nice. All of us ended up, uh, I ended up dropping out, but those two ended up transferring to schools that they really, really loved. And I think once you can have like a conversation about it and about what makes you unhappy and if it's not just the FOMO, because yeah. your sister might be like, she might, not that I'm saying like this could, I could be totally off basis, but like she might like be spending so much time at home because she also hasn't made friends. And she's also wondering maybe, maybe I'm really relying on being home so much and that's not why I'm not making friends. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of factors going into it, but I think if it's affecting your mental health and there are aspects that like 
yeah, are just detrimental to you, then I think reevaluating and making like a decision that's going to make you happy is a good thing. And something that I, I don't know, I wish someone had told me is like the college experience can be whatever experience you want it to be. Like college, like point blank is school. (laughs) Like it's, it's classes, it's getting an education, it's getting a degree, but so much of it right now is relied on the social aspect and like the independence and growing up and doing all of these different things, which that experience works for some people. And sometimes it doesn't work for other people. Like my friend just graduated and she went to a a four-year university for a year, dropped out, then went home, did community college, and then moved into another campus, like to a different school, hated it there. And was like, fuck it. I'm going to move home. I'm going to just take these classes. I'm going to get it done. And I'm going to like, I'm going to do that. And everybody had such a hard time with it because they're like, well, you're going to miss out on this experience. Right. I hate when people no. project that. And they're like, if I don't like this experience <laughs> and I don't want this experience, like I can, that shouldn't mean that like I have to endure something that makes me unhappy to get an education when really I just have to get the education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's why I hated my twenties because mm-hmm. um, I'm just not a going out person. Yeah. Like I like being at home with my cats mm-hmm. and I felt so pressured to like, everyone would be like, you need to get out and have fun, have mm-hmm. fun, have fun. I'm like, yeah, but this isn't fun. Mm-hmm. I'd go out in a, in a little dress. I'd be fucking freezing cold. I have to stay in a line, which I hate lines, Me hate too. lines. Then I go to this loud club where I can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. And then some smelly guy is hitting on me and I don't like that. And, uh, and then I just want to get a drink, but it takes so long to get a drink. And it's $13 and it's $13. (laughs) And then by the time I get a drink, it's like, we almost have to go. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not fun. Yeah. I never felt like, Ooh, what that was worth it. Yeah. You know? And then when I just finally admitted to myself that like, Oh, these are the things I think are fun, Mm -hmm. which is staying at home and like doing arts and crafts or whatever I'm doing. I felt like a, like a ownership of my own happiness. Yeah. And I think that's just something that you, everyone needs to find. And it is really easy to look on Instagram and see everyone being happy and like having Mm -hmm. such a cool life. And you think, Oh, if I just went to Fiji, like Mm -hmm. I could be on the beach having a good time too. And then you get to Fiji and you're like, why do I feel so alone still? Yeah. It's because you haven't really found your happiness and you're looking at everyone else's, you know, projected sense of happiness. And it just becomes this like dark web that you spiral down when you don't have a sense of self. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think you gotta just, I think the end of advice would be, I would say reevaluate. I don't think you need to stick it out unless you feel like it's worth it and you feel like you actually like it there. And yeah. And if you know why you're there, like, yeah. uh, like you said, how you're there to get an education. Mm-hmm. So if there's a field that you're studying that you're actually really passionate about, I think focusing on that will make you more happy. But if you're just there because that's where you're, where you're supposed to go yeah. and that's what you're supposed to do because everyone else is doing it, then that can definitely contribute to a lot of unhappiness and confusion and darkness. And you're allowed to have picked the wrong college. Yeah. Fuck it. I mean, don't fuck it, but <laughs> get your education. Just or do if that makes do it in a way that's going to make you happy. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Wishing you all the luck. Let us know. And uh, on to the next. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. 
And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing and I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait and we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor and we know y'all are already going to love this plus we've been recommended this so many times mm -hmm. so I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS next so i'm gonna get right to the point um i am almost 23 um my boyfriend and i have been together for over six years and we're both seeing um we're both close to being done with college and are excited to move on to the next stages in life together the only problem we kind of are facing right now is that i'm allergic to weed and my boyfriend likes to smoke um he only smokes once or twice a week with his roommates and never when i'm around but my allergy is getting worse and has gotten to the point where if I even smell weed, I break out in hives. Um, so I have to avoid his apartment and him if he's smoked within the past like 48-ish hours. Um, we've had many discussions about how the fact that he smokes could literally kill me and that in our state it's still illegal. And so I'm not a huge fan that he's breaking the law when he smokes. But um, we're kind of on such different sides of this argument that I have no idea what to do. It almost makes me feel like he doesn't take my allergies seriously and, like, he might see me as, like, a killjoy because even though I was in a sorority at one point, I'm not a huge partier um, when it comes to, like, alcohol and drugs in general. Um, but I really don't care if people smoke weed, but just the fact that he smokes weed really, like, hurts. Um, the problem that we're really facing is that I want to be able to live with him and, like, I was about to be done with school and we'll probably get married one day, but because of my allergy and resistance to dropping the habit, I really don't know what to do because my health is kind of on the line. Um, I'm not one to give an ultimatum, but I'm kind of stuck at this point is saying like, weed or me a good option. Would really love and appreciate your input. I've never heard of like Someone hives actually allergy. allergic to yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's 
if you handle it and you are allergic to it, then um, you can get itchiness, red skin, hives, dry, scaly skin. And it can be like so bad you go into anaphylactic shock. Okay. That's so crazy. that's what I was going to say. I was going to pair it to, I'm allergic to, pi- I'm allergic to everything, but I'm allergic to pineapple. And that's oh. for me, pineapple is the only one that pineapple and MSG, monosodium glutamate, uh, are the only ones that for me are anaphylactic shock. And that's like, can't eat pineapple. No, but that sucks, man. If my boyfriend fucking loved pineapple, he wouldn't eat it. Yeah. Like, even if it's one of the things, like for me, it's like I can be physically around it. I just like can't touch it. And it would have to like be in a plastic bag in the fridge in Not its like separate it. area. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to kiss him. And he still would like, even with that, if it's a fruit salad somewhere and I'm not eating it, he'll be like, oh, no pineapple. Because he's like, well, no, I'm not going to like risk it, do that at all. Even like if we do the safest precautions, he's like, that's just like not necessarily worth it. Yeah. So does your boyfriend know how like, like, yeah, it, it does sound like he's not taking it seriously at yeah. all. And that's really hurtful. Your feelings are totally valid. Um, in, in a way, he's choosing marijuana over yeah. you because <laughs> he needs it so much that even if it hurts you, mm-hmm. He needs to do it. Can he have it? Can she like, what if she's around edibles? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we have to see. Have you made the argument? I but want, they're also in a place where it's not legal. So edibles not, might not be uh, readily What available. about vaping? You know, cause then you're not actually dealing yeah. with the actual leaf plant. or yeah. plant. Yeah. But has your arguments to him been about the fact that like, you say that you don't care if other people smoke weed. You just don't like that he smokes weed. And you just don't like that he's doing it because it's like illegal in general. Has your argument to him come from that place? Because that sounds like not more possessive. Shit, that sounds like a place of judgment, right, too. Right, right. And like you guys have different lifestyle choices and uh, you have a different side of opinions on this. But I think if you come from that place, it's like there can be something that you're like, yeah, cool, not for me, but like I don't care if anybody else does it. But if you kind of come at it from a place of being like, I don't like that you do this. This is illegal. Like, I don't really like this. I don't like this. And you don't come from like the health perspective first. I think he's probably just being like a stubborn, like 20 something guy who's like, no, I want to be cool and smoke weed. Yeah. Or is there like a a documentary or something? Like just come at it from the health angle more. I don't know. Maybe you are. And he's just like a complete fucking idiot. I don't know if I just think that if he can't give it up or either if either he gives it up because you make him give it up and not not his choice to give it up and then he resents you and then that's a terrible relationship or uh, he keeps doing it and then it hurts you physically and then it hurts you and then that's not a good relationship because you're dead. So the only way that this would get resolved and you would have a good healthy relationship and move on is if it was his choice and he saw how much it was hurting you and he chose out of free will to be like, you know what? I love you more than this. Yeah. And and so really that's what it's going to have to come down to. Um, because otherwise, if it's just like you making him quit, that's just somewhat, he was going to want to rebel against it. Yeah. And, and he's going to resent not being able to. Maybe he's trying to just like get that fun in before you guys live together. Um, and you saying that he's not smoking around you and he's like respectful of that. So he's not like, you're, you're not being bombarded necessarily with it. A, your allergy is getting worse. So I think like come at it from that place. But I mean, when my boyfriend and I started dating, uh, when you said you felt like a killjoy, (laughs) my life is a killjoy. Like Mm -hmm. I am the biggest killjoy. (laughs) Um, my boyfriend stopped like drinking as much as he did with his, like his, like just casually or like going out, like clubbing, going out and doing that kind of like 
rowdy, single 20 year old guy, like just like partying hard kind of thing. Cause like, I'm not into drugs and I'm not, I don't drink. And so that though, it wasn't a conversation. Like I didn't have to be like, Hey, by the way, like, I don't really want to date somebody who like, ha- like is really like a super hardcore partier. He just knew that and implemented it. But then at the same time, if he goes out with his friends, like he's still gonna like party and do that kind of thing. Cause I'm not yeah. around and not in like a douchey way. So I don't know if there's like for him, like, is there a way that he's allowed to, when you started dating your ex though, um, was, were your lifestyles already that way? My current boy, my, but no, the, the one that you're talking about right my now, my current boyfriend. Oh, it was your current boyfriend. Yes, yeah. oh, okay. Um, so were your lifestyles like that before you started dating? I wasn't a big drinker and he was, yeah, he part, like, okay. he's like, because this LA girl, kid. it sounds like that you started dating when you were 17 and then now uh, they're 23 and people grow apart. Mm-hmm. I started dating my ex, the one that I moved to LA with when I was 18. And then when we were 23, I just realized we were completely different. Yeah. You know, like I thought we were really the same when we were 18. And mm-hmm. then after being an adult for a while and living on our own, I realized like, oh yeah, you're totally not my type at all. Yeah. And and it was really hard. That breakup was so hard because nobody did anything wrong. Yeah. And I still loved him, but I wasn't in love with him. Mm-hmm. And how do you do, how do you break up with somebody like that? It was a really, really hard breakup. I had to end up doing it because he was still in love with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just kind of distanced myself. So it could, it could also, and I'm not saying this is true in your case, but you might want to examine like whether or not you guys have just grown apart. And maybe this is kind of something he's doing to distance himself by not giving it up. Yeah. Come at it from a health angle, like a hundred percent and like just serve him the facts. Don't have it like laden with like judgment and emotion and uh, like disdain or like the fact that it's illegal and all this other stuff, just focus it on it being about your health, make sure he's educated on it. So he knows the kind of decision that he's making and then give him a chance to change. And then Mm -hmm. if he doesn't change, take that as that's what he's, that's what he's going to say. Yeah. And there are other people out there. I know it sounds like, you know, this has been the most serious relationship that Mm -hmm. you've probably had in your life. So you're like, this is the one, but I swear to God, you don't have to settle. Mm -mm. Like there are so many people and there's, there's a person that, will value you for there's multiple yeah, people for everybody. I'm not a yes. fan, believer in soulmates. I'm like, there are multiple people that you can end up with in this world. And you not one of them. I don't think you're ever going to really have to settle for something like potentially going yeah. into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let us know how it goes and best of luck. Don't yeah, die. Good luck. Um, I am 20 years old and I go to a super small liberal arts school in Ohio. And okay. So the thing about going to a small liberal arts school is you either play a sport or you're in a fraternity. So keep that in mind. (laughs) So I dated this guy my freshman year of high school. I'm currently in my junior year. And um, when we dated, it was fine. But after the fact, I realized he was such an asshole. Like, after we broke up, we hooked up a lot, and I super regret it. But, like... It got super messy. Like, he would tell people I raped him. He definitely took advantage of me. And it's just, like, super shitty. I have uh, so many friends that are are in the same er, fraternity as this guy that I dated. So, we like, I have super close ties with that fraternity. Um, And now, this is where it gets tricky. Okay, so I have a crush on a boy that's in this fraternity and like he would snapchat or like I 
we Snapchat sometimes, and I always Snapchat him first, and he's, like, always the one that responds, and it's always super flirty, and two of my best friends are in this fraternity, so it's super hard to, like, cut ties with it, and I just, like, I have a really hard time, like, separating myself from being, like, this guy's ex-girlfriend, and I don't know how to move past it. I feel like everyone... Because I have so many close friends in this fraternity, and I feel like they all think of me as this guy's ex-girlfriend. And, like, this crush on a boy that I have, I feel like he doesn't want to date me because I'm this guy's ex-girlfriend, technically, even though it was super shitty, and I wish I, like, it never happened. So I need some help. What advice would you give a girl to, like... I don't know. I don't want to be known as this guy's ex-girlfriend, and I really, really like this guy, and I don't know how to, like, get him to think of me as, like, not this girl's, or this guy's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Does this guy care? No. No. No, and, and it's so hard because, oh, I know it's such a big deal right now. I know it's such a big deal. <laughs> but, like, oh, I'm so, like, that older sibling or mom or whatever that's mm-hmm. like, oh, once you get past, once you get over college, like, none of this will matter. Yeah. Like, this is not anything. But also, like, I, I mean, I will say I definitely... I don't know. I, I don't know if I would call it a mistake or not. Um, it made for a really great chapter in my book um, coming out soon, guys. This spring, check pre-order. it out. Pre-order, pre-order my book. Um, <laughs> you're not special. Go on Amazon. Uh, but I started dating uh, a guy like my <laughs> second week of freshman year of college. And he, this is a creepy part. He was an orientation leader and I immediately saw him and I was like, I will date him. Like, mm-hmm. at, like my college orientation, like figured out who he was and then like told the girls that I when I joined a sorority and they're like, Oh my God, we know him. Let's like go to his house. And I was like drunk. And I was like, I feel like we're going to date. And he was like, sure. Um, so I, we dated like literally like that's how I was introduced. And that was like at college. So like I had that title of being like, once we broke up, I was his ex-girlfriend, uh, did not stop me from hooking up with other people. <laughs> like, right. Right. Like got, like you can be known as that a, if you were really known as that and it was like, he was harboring a lot of negative feelings. You wouldn't have friends in his fraternity. Like mm-hmm. that's not how it would work. Uh, they would like completely like it would, yeah, they wouldn't want to be your friend if it was that like such a huge deal. And this guy wouldn't be flirting with you and text. Like this is his sign of showing you that he doesn't give a shit who you dated before. Yes. And you might date this guy and then you'll be known as his ex-girlfriend. Like, yeah, I don't think if this guy is still worried about and like talking about it, I kind of think it might be in your but head. You think this guy is flirty flirting back if he's Snapchatting her, but she's always Snapchatting him first. But is he responding flirty? I don't know. Did he? Did know. she say that? No, she just oh, said he that I she Snapchat. They were flirting on Snapchat. Well, maybe she's flirting. Oh. See, this is where it gets dicey because I I wish I knew the details because yeah. I don't want to give you the wrong advice. No, she did say it's always it's, super flirty. Oh, it's always yeah. super yeah. flirty. Has okay, he made a move? Okay. Like, I mean, I don't. Like, I just feel like if a girl is showing you like signs yeah. that she wants to hook up, yeah, and you're in a frat, I I would think if it's flirty both ways that oh. you would hook up yeah like, that would if happen you had the opportunity i think like if you if there's an opportunity where you go to a party at their frat and like he's there and then he doesn't like flirt with you and he doesn't talk to you and he's like hooking up with some other girl like take that like mm-hmm. if unless you really want to like ask him and like really get like potentially really rejected yeah yeah it's like i don't if you're 
especially in college, like if you're into somebody and somebody's into you, like yeah. shit happens it hella happens fast. So fast. So give, if you haven't given the opportunity for it to happen and like, this is like, you've been stopping yourself because you're convinced that this other guy's like potentially going to ruin every relationship you have forward. Um, but if you've also like given an opportunity and he hasn't kind of taken, yeah, that's what it, I thought happened. I thought that she maybe. was getting rejected by him. And so I was like, Hey, this is, <laughs> you gotta move on. Yeah. You know, but maybe, girl. maybe she needs to go date somebody that's not in the fraternity. Yeah. yeah. yeah girl, date a you sport gotta, guy. You gotta make the fucking rounds. This is the thing. Yeah. You yeah. don't go to Pike and then you don't stay at Pike. You right. go to Fiji. Mm -hmm. Then yes. you go to Pi Cap <laughs> and then you go to Sig. Sig. Yep. Then you like, you make the fucking rounds and you do it again. So if you start at AE Pi yeah. like me, or actually, nope, started at FISA. Mm, no, Fiji. Okay, great. No, so <laughs> you got to start and then you, and then you can slowly come back. So then mm -hmm. by the end, like end of my, um, or right before I dropped out sophomore. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack 
for free shipping and 365 day returns. For a year, I like finally came back to AUPI and I was like, okay, I can, I can be here for a minute, but like, don't, yeah, don't stay in one place too long. Make like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. Just like, so you're <laughs> There's so many routes you can go also. Like, I know that's why I had to leave. I literally <laughs> dated everybody who I was even mildly interested in that. I was yeah. like, cool. There is nobody left for me to hook up with. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> if you really want to piss off this guy, you know, just hook up just with his big up. bro. That oh. yes. Not little bro. Big I was bro just going to say all of his friends, yeah. you know? And That's then him. it's like, now you're not this guy's ex. You're a girl that, you know, yeah. likes to hook up with people. Okay. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. And stay safe. Protection. Because also don't get STDs. Mm-hmm. Revenge or glow, pregnant. glow up. Yeah. Though. And then also a revenge glow up. Yeah. And maybe he'll glow down. Yeah. Yeah. Dim. Dim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good one. Oh, I love it. Dim down. Okay, guys, we're going on a break and um, we will be back. Bye. Bye. Okay. Okay, everybody. We are back from our break. Did, Did you, you miss us? Oh my God. <gasps> I was just going to say that. We're like on the same level we now. We finish each other's sentences. Sandwiches. sandwiches. That's what I was just <laughs> uh, Okay. Let's hop back into calls. I'm 21 and so I am a junior in college and I um, am exploring, you know, the dating world again after you know, breaking up with my boyfriend of three years, and um, I've just kind of run into some assholes, if I'm being honest, like, and one particular asshole, um, we met on Tinder, which was, like, kind of weird for me, like, I wasn't super comfortable with it, but anyways, irrelevant. Um, we met on Tinder, and I'm like really, really short. I'm four foot ten. And he is like five six or five five or something like that. And he honestly comes off as like having little man syndrome. Like I'm not a doctor or anything, but that's honestly what it seems like. And he just like has no chill. And we stopped talking. Like I was like set up with him we got into an altercation and I just was like you know what you're kind of an asshole and so he you know was still following me on social media and saw like I'm not kidding months later um that I've been talking to another guy and posting pictures with him and he's like wow you're a hoe and I'm like what do you mean I'm a hoe and he's like well you, you probably started having sex with that guy like within minutes or something like that and I'm like what like what does that have to do with anything like I was like we had he's like I was like we had sex like pretty like off the bat like what is that like what does that matter and he's like only because I asked you to and it's just super like backwards and it honestly stresses me out that like I'm having to deal with this like he was like, you're a hoe, you're a bitch, like, I know that he's, like, jealous, but, like, I don't know why this bothers me, but, like, why does it bother him? And, like, how could I, like, tell this kid off and just be, like, 
get the fuck away. And I see him sometimes, like, in passing at school. So just, I'd like to know what to do because this kid stresses me out. Oh my god! I just block him on everything. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of guy that wants he wants you to respond. Yeah, and like my original advice would have been like just fucking ignore it. Yeah. As somebody who's confrontational yeah. and loves to tell somebody off, especially like at school, like yeah. on campus, like in front of other people, I love that. Anytime any of my friends got cheated on, like the friends I had in college for five minutes, I was like, let me talk to him <laughs> in, the li- in the library during finals week. Um, even someone who's super confrontational, like if somebody else is like confronting you in that situation that's because they want a reaction yeah and like the mo the most upset you're going to get him and the way that you're really gonna get under his skin is to not fucking respond yeah and block it, him. it'll feed him if you respond yes it doesn't matter what type of attention it is he just and wants your attention my friends and i started we've started realizing and talking about the fact that no matter how you treat a guy, a guy is going to feel the same way about you. Like, Mm -hmm. so we've decided like, if you want to date with a guy and if I'm really interested in him, he's going to be as interested as he is. Like no matter what, if I'm a total dick to him, he's still going to be completely as interested as I was, as he was before that. This guy, like if you give him, no matter what you do, he's going to come at you with like the same, if you, if you match what he's doing, he's doing this because he's like, he's enjoying getting this rise out of you. Like Mm -hmm. you're not proving any sort of point at all. Like, yeah. He's, he's getting off on that kind of confrontation and drama. So uh, it, even if it's something that you're like, if I heard someone say this to me, this would really help me. Like, no. you have to go about it from a completely different tactic because no. he's he's being the aggressive one. So yeah. like, you got to be obsessed that. with you. Yeah. So block him. Isn't it nice you can block people's phone numbers now? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. remember like seven years ago, you couldn't block and my ex would like, you know, text mm-hmm. or call or whatever. And I actually had to use a service that made it sound like my number was out of order when that number <gasps> called. Ooh. I forgot what that service was. I think it was called you. It was you something. I can't remember. Wow. But yeah. And so I told him, I'm like, I'm changing my number. And then whenever he would call, it sounded like I did change my number. Oh, that's That impressive. was the only thing I could do. Yeah. But, and I blocked him on Facebook. Anywhere I could block him, mm-hmm. I, I blocked him. Instagram wasn't really around yet. Yeah, I know, right? So it's weird. I know, I've really that. recently started getting into muting people on Instagram. Oh, I love yeah. that. This I'm is all liberating. Yes. It's like YouTube comments, like mm-hmm. the way that it happened. You can't, it doesn't really ban people anymore, yeah. but it just hides them from yeah. anyone else seeing what they're saying. Mike, I love it's this. It's like without starting drama and you just get to kind of like walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to say, the reason why this bothers you is because he's being a dick. Like, yeah, that's why. Like if someone talks to, to you terribly, you. like someone calls you a hoe, like that's going to bother you. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think... Like you don't owe him any sort of explanation. And I think also there's maybe potentially if this was me in the situation, so I'm projecting, there's kind of like a part of you that like when you are happy with this other guy, there is something a little bit flattering about another guy coming out of the woodwork being like, I mean, that happened when my boyfriend and I started yeah. dating. I had like a couple guys that I were talking to before. They're like, oh, wow, so you're dating someone new. And I responded because I yeah. was like, oh, wow, I feel so hot and desirable yeah. right now. <laughs> so cool. But then ultimately I was like, oh no, you're just like being like a, like a sore loser and like mm-hmm. kind of a dick because like I didn't, I wasn't into you yeah. and now I'm happy. But like, why? Why am I wasting me being happy talking to somebody who even at the time when I didn't have another op, like it was, you were the person I was seeing. I was like, yeah, no, I'd rather not. I'd rather be single than date you. Uh And now I'm not single and happy. Why the fuck am I giving you the time of day? Exactly. There's, you don't gain anything from it. 
And if you see him on campus, like literally just ignore him. Nothing's going to piss him off more and send him into like an embarrassing rage that someone's going to capture and yeah. like put on Twitter and it's going to like blow up and be viral. Act like you don't recognize him. Yeah. I love that. Oh like, my God. Wait, what was your name again? <laughs> if you want to be, I don't know, because I'm something really bitchy and that's sent mean to short people because I'm tall. So I can't make that, but I'm not going to say it, but you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And also I do love the fact that uh, a doctor could diagnose for <laughs> a short man syndrome. <laughs> Well, you have you a case of short man syndrome. Uh, that's what Napoleon. I have here on your charts. Uh, <laughs> I see you are under 5'6". You have some aggression <laughs> issues. And uh, you DM people on uh, Instagram who don't respond to you and call them a whore. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay. Small man <laughs> syndrome. Well, yeah. Best of luck and good luck with the new yes. guy. Ha- congrats on the new yeah. guy. Okay. On to the next. I went out with this guy back in high school, my senior year in 2016 um recently i ran into one of his family members and i asked how he was doing because i knew he had got married he was a really good christian guy just like me and we kind of hit it off but he left for school to florida and i ran to one of his family members and they're like yeah well he's not doing too well you should check his wife's facebook page so i check his facebook page and it turned out that in 2015, a year before we dated, he murdered somebody on accident. He shot him on accident and then hid the body. Period. I'm not really sure how to feel about this, and I'm not really sure if I should reach out because he still is a good Christian man and we're still friends. And so I'm just not really sure how to feel about this. Anyways, so yeah. He murdered him on accident, and then he hit the body, and he had his car crushed. And he's married now, but he's serving 15 years in prison. So I just not really sure how to feel about this. And I thought I'd get your advice. Okay, bye. Okay, I just oh. need to. S- I just want to say I think you missed the part because you were laughing. Oh but God. He- crush the car after he uh, hid the body. I definitely oh missed that part. No. My God. Okay. Let's just have like a little bit of like, like just, okay. You can't accidentally murder, murder someone. Also that would be involuntary manslaughter. Like, yes. let's just talk about that. Like, and also he's convicted then because he's yeah. going to prison uh, and he hid the body. Yeah. He cr- so. And he- <laughs> so you're tampering with the crime scene. And yeah. Oh, he's my- guilty. Yeah. It's not even like a hit and run where he just like left. Like yeah. he literally, what? Okay. First of all, Wait, isn't it in the Bible to not kill? Isn't yeah. So Thou how shalt is he, not kill. How, he, so he accidentally murdered someone. But he's a good Christian man. How he's not, well, he's I not very good at being Christian. Because he uh, can't, can't kill. Me. Isn't that like, you, I feel you like kill. that's the number one. Pretty sure you, you can't oh, do that. my God. He's a bad Christian. Homie, what is, no offense. What's up with you? Like, yeah. girl, we got to talk. You should feel really disgusted by this guy. Yes. And honestly, not to shit on you, Probably she'd feel if this was me, I'd be like, wow, I'm a fucking idiot for going out with this guy. Yeah, I like, dodged a because, bullet. Thank God I dodged Because it happened after. after. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, how, like, think, like, I'm glad that I didn't spend more time with him and, like, 
I'm okay. And that I didn't, I don't know, like shit, I need to reevaluate my picker and like figure out if I wasn't picking up on something sketchy yeah, as fuck. It was just two years ago. Yes. You and don't, you should feel weird as shit. Very weird. And, and no. well, and the murder uh, happened in 2015. And she yeah. went out with me in 2016. It's, it's, and so it's been three years also. Yeah. So he has a hundred the whole time, months. the whole time he was with her and afterwards he yes. felt no guilt or uh, any sort of thing didn't that. didn't update my friend. Okay. This, I mean, granted, my friend went on a date with this guy who was, uh, he had like seven, he literally, their first date, he's like, by the way, I just want to let you know, I have a court date coming up. I, um, I've committed about four different felonies. And she was like, okay, granted, she stayed for like the rest of the day because she wanted to hear like, yeah, what happened? Yeah, well, I'd be definitely but interested. he told her on the first fucking date. And like, even this guy, we cannot, my friend and I have agreed, like he's pretty much scum. He didn't tell us exactly what he did, but just figuring out how many felonies, like they're only, like what are considered felonies. Yeah. We like figured out arson must have been involved. Like this guy's not good. Right. And even he managed to tell her on yeah. her first fucking date. Well, so that like, you know, you have a choice. Yes. Like you get to know, okay, I'll stay with you willingly oh knowing that. Or It's like having a kid or not. Like that's like being like, oh, yeah. this is something that would like potentially affect not, it doesn't relationship. just, this yeah. is a, it affects everybody. Yes. I'm potentially and, taking a job in China. And how does she, how is she still like, I'm sorry, how are you still defending him and oh. knowing that his, the, the murdered guy's family is like looking for a body all yes. of these years and now they finally get closure and you're like, oh, I feel bad for the murderer, but yeah. boyfriend I had. And also I'm not to like make this about religion because I'm not religious, but like the, uh, being, being a good, like just because you're a Christian doesn't like mean you're good, mean you're a good person. No. And it also like, this is not, I'm not shitting on anybody's religion. As long as your religion doesn't like affect other people and like say that other people's existence shouldn't, that other people shouldn't exist or invalidate or take away other people's rights. Believe what you want to believe, whatever makes you Whatever, like, yeah, whatever, whatever what, it feels true say, to you. Yeah, and like satiates yeah. you and gives you that feeling of like hope and all of those things. That's great as long as it's about for you. But somebody was fucking killed in this and you're using that as a blanket statement for like, no. he's still a good guy. Just be, yeah, just because you're Christian doesn't make you good. No. I mean, I, I was raised Catholic and then I was Christian and then now I just, I'm spiritual and like mm -hmm. have a relationship with God, but like I'm not part of a religion. And one of I, when, one of the things I didn't like about religion was the structure and the, and the, and this notion that as long as you're part of this church, then you're a good person yes. or you're a bad person. If you're not part of this church, it, that to me, that doesn't define your character. No, this like being part or not part of something. Um, so yeah, you need to see this person as an individual, mm -hmm. not as someone that's part of your group, but mm -hmm. as a person that's an individual that made these choices on his own that were actually against your religion. So, yeah. you know, it's like Yikes. a moral issue. That's the thing. It's like, it's mm -hmm. a moral issue. Like yeah. someone can be a part of any sort of organization, but if they don't, if they, their morals, that's what speaks for them. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. You don't get it. It's not a get out of jail free card. Like yeah. you did something hella fucked up morally. And they took away someone else's right to live. Yeah. You know, and that's like, and hit it. And, and hit, hit it. it. Like, That's the worst. Girl, girl, like watch, a, like good God, like just forensic files. Watch, like, and watch, watch some crime shit. And Dude, realize, I've been like, obsessed with making a murderer because uh, oh season God. two just came out yeah. and I'm just like, we just finished it last night and it's just, oh my God, I'm so into all that shit. But yeah. God, it's just, and also like, it just pisses me off because there, there's like so much sadness for people who 
how, like when involuntary manslaughter is a thing, like somebody who's got a substance abuse yes. problem got behind the wheel and killed somebody while they were drunk driving. And that guilt that those people must feel, mm-hmm. and they do like walking or, around this whole time, knowing that they hurt someone unintentionally because yeah. of like a selfish choice or something like that, that was happened like that. And then you're giving, you're putting this guy in that category. When or like, even if they weren't, didn't have a problem. Like, uh, so my neighbor hit somebody and killed him. Um, but this guy was jaywalking and it was during an hour of the morning where the sun yeah. was like perfectly blocking yeah. that. Oh. And it was, it, there was no crosswalk or anything. And my neighbor like ran him over mm-hmm. at like 45 miles an hour. And he was just like, whoa, what, you know, just in so much shock for like weeks and months, yeah. just like didn't know how to feel, was just sobbing uncontrollably, could not handle that he like killed somebody. That's an accident. Yeah. Shooting someone and hiding the body and crushing a car, that's not an accident. No. We need definitions for words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, again, accidental murder is not a thing. Mm. Murder involves intent to kill. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I just, I think you need to figure out, like, on your end, like, why do you want to reach out to him? Yeah. Right. And, like, the family member told you to check the wife's Facebook page. So are you friends with the wife, too? Yeah. And also, how long did you, like date for this to be like no matter who I fucking dated from my past like my high school boyfriend it could have like I found out now that he like accidentally killed somebody my or purposefully in his case and I wouldn't my instinct wouldn't be like I should reach out to him to see how he's doing my instinct would be like oh my god I wonder how that family is doing of that person like that is so heartbreaking and sad right like you know what I kind of feel like maybe because I'm just trying to understand the mindset of what would make you want to reach out sometimes maybe it's a little sexy to be part of the drama. Like something mm-hmm. big happens and you're like, Oh shit, I was yeah. part of that. Yeah. Or I was part of that guy's life. So that's the only thing I can think of. And then you just need to check your own self. Like, yeah. What is the, what is your intention for this? Yeah. And yeah, you just need, yeah, that's what you need to figure out. And you need to n- not reach out to him and focus on uh, guys who can be a part of if you, that's what you want to date people and part of your religious organization, but people who are good people and like actually not, good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not just, yeah. Oh, cool. He's Christian. So he, therefore he's a good person. Mm-hmm. So focus on like the people amongst that. He talked about God a lot and like recited verses. So therefore mm-hmm. he's a good person. Yeah. So if he shoots somebody, it's okay. Yeah. Like what the fuck? <laughs> we said a hail Mary first. So yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy goddamn tits. He got married like a year, I guess it would have yeah. been soon right after he dated you. So mm-hmm. no, no, <sighs> no, 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 not at all. Just think about this as something. This is a great story to tell people at parties. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the podcast, My Favorite Murder, you can do your hometown on this and be like, let me tell you guys the story about this. Great. Use it for that. But like mm-hmm. by no means is this like anything that you should be thinking anything else besides like, thank God that wasn't me. And oh, God. I need to make sure to ask any guy I take from now on. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you killed anybody before? Accidentally murdered someone? Yeah. Have you murdered someone and hit, the body hit a body a and crushed a car? Just, just need to check because yeah. that happened. Also, his poor fucking wife. I, I hope know. they don't have kids. What if the wife is like, he's a good Christian man though? Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's not a good. Maybe. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. It's very interesting. Well, I wonder maybe. No, but also she probably did say something like that because how else would she know that he was accidentally she, oh, he accidentally murdered right. someone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Oof. Oof, oof, And oof. I like how the family member just didn't say it outright. She was, <laughs> oh they were like, check like, check just go look at That's his wife. It's like Facebook. some drama. It's yeah. like, ooh, did you hear? Yeah. You need to go Small check this out for yourself. Yeah. Because like, uh, I remember this guy at my high school, he got killed in a bad drug deal. Like he was the one doing the bad drug deal thing. And he had just texted me the night Mm. before. And I thought it was so creepy, like, in a, and I got like kind of obsessed with what happened because it was just so kind of close to me. Mm -hmm. And so in a way, that's the only way I can think that maybe you're like, Ooh, I should reach out because Mm -hmm. you were at one point close to that person. And now they did something fucked up and got themselves in a terrible situation, but really, really just like you get at peace with it with yourself and let it go. Yeah. Well, is it time for, what are we calling it? Melissa's happiest hour? Or- Melissa's <laughs> <laughs> moments? It's, no, it's time for uh, listener advice. Woo, woo. If you guys have a better name, we're, we're <laughs> workshopping it. So let us know. <laughs> you can hear our uncertainty. Listeners, advice. Ding, 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 ding. Make it shiny. Yeah. yeah. Sparkles. So this is the part where uh, people call in with their own advice with the other calls that we've had for different episodes. So something that they might have personal experience with. Sometimes I get yelled at for doing something wrong, Mm. but we don't like, I don't like Liz when she picks those ones. (laughs) (laughs) So, but it's nice But for ones that we have no relation to. So maybe from this episode, somebody will call in and be like, I also dated somebody who murdered somebody. Hi, um, I'm 22 years old and I just had some insight on the episode with Andrea Russett um, for the girl who said that she got drunk and her coworker's husband or fiance um, ended up sexually assaulting her and she hooked up with her friend or they finally got sexually intimate with her friend of five years. Um, I kind of did the same thing after my, um, I was raped at 16 and it was my first sexual experience and it was horrible, but I did the same thing. I ended up going on Tinder like three months later and just getting my body back, getting, being in control and having sex with, with guys. So I felt like I was in control and, um, and I didn't tell any of them. Um, none of them asked me why I was doing what I was doing. I didn't tell anybody. And honestly, my advice to her is that you don't need to tell anybody. Um, I do advise that if you do want to talk about it, you do see somebody, a therapist, or they also have groups, um, therapy groups for multiple people who have been in this situation or who have been sexually assaulted. So just knowing that you are not alone. And like Megan said with the Me Too movement, um, there's so many women and and even males that that go through sexual assault and go through these traumatic events and you're you're never alone. And I just wanted to share that with her that she's not alone and she doesn't have to tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody until like six years after um, the actual event happened and that was like my first serious boyfriend. Um, We were actually even engaged and he was the first person I ever told. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. 
makes me so like we, I think we had said this in the, the reference to the me too thing in that call that I was like it sucks that so many people totally relate to this story um and like yeah proof in that so yeah, yeah. But, but yeah I think I'm happy like the finding your healing of like taking your body back like whatever works for you you know because mm -hmm. it's not about anybody else no like at all like and yeah because that wasn't about it's also like taking your body back that's about like your control and your power and that mm -hmm. and like and sexuality and that and like yeah. like being feeling like a sexual being and like feeling like 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 hot and sexy and mm -hmm. powerful and it's not about like uh, an act of like rage and something no. that's not they're two totally unrelated things yeah. that suck that they're core like that the they're the same physical act that gets correlated um yeah. i think group therapy sounds like a really like great idea especially um if like anybody i mean anybody who's listening to this who has any sort of similar experience which sadly is probably a lot of people um if you don't want to talk to like a therapist it might be really nice to do like something group related a to hear other people's stories and kind of how they're healing from that and then also that sense of okay everybody's kind of dealing with this stuff together so you don't feel as alone mm -hmm. and so i think that'd be a, a great call for anybody who's doing that and uh thank you so much for calling and sharing that because you totally didn't have to and i'm sure hopefully that she hears that and yeah. feels better about it too because yeah that was a that was a that was a dark one yeah, yeah. Like, not a fun one yeah on that note guys our episode is done. Yay. Thank you so much for being on. Thanks for having me. Great this was really advice. Fun. Thank you. Hope someone got something out of that. And I'm glad we have another college dropout here to really even out. Yes. All the college own. that's yes. happening. How all long the did you go for? A year and like, um, I don't know, a month of the next semester. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, go well, us. Yeah, go us. Follow your path. Follow yeah. your, you know, your yeah. journey. Speaking of following, where can people follow you on the internet? Oh my gosh, good segue. Oh, At you. Nikki Limo is my handle on everything. Uh, it's N-I-K-K-I-L-I-M-O. I also have a podcast called Shit They Don't Tell You with my husband. It's when we talk about all the shit that we wish that people told us that mm. they didn't. Mm -hmm. About like finance, relationships, all that stuff. Oh yeah. So. I, my friends and I constantly have this ongoing joke where we say we, we feel like we missed the class on something. Yes. We're like, so did I? I missed the class yeah. on like when how do people know that this thing and like any of those things yeah. where I'm like how do you did I miss when did we all learn how to do this because <laughs> I didn't was it in the college that I missed yeah I no, always ask my wasn't. friends who went to college like no I didn't learn <laughs> no, it was like okay this is weird then why do I not know yeah like stocks bonds uh if you always want to follow Melissa and I on socials we'll also do be that. listed down below and if you want to call in for an upcoming episode the phone number is 310-694-0976 the uh the international listeners all y'all's international listeners can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com uh the youtube video guys for watch this will be up today at the same time so you guys can Hell now yeah. you listen to it good job now do you want to watch it do you want to see our outfits or it's if you watched cute. it just go listen to it in yeah. your car oh <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah just like back to back never enough maybe listen yeah. to it on slow speed and miss something fast. yeah true like me in that call about the yes, murder the thing. car crushing the car crushing I mean, none of us caught it Except for Melissa. And if you want to check out our website, it's <laughs> don'tblameme.show. Our Instagram is don't blame meme pod. <laughs> don't blame me pod. Me fuck, it's so hard. I can't I can only say don't blame meme pod. Uh, you can check us out there. And um, yeah, right? That's it. That's our housekeeping. That's everything, yeah. And I'm very uh, impressed that you memorized a phone number. Oh, it took it months. Took a while. <laughs> it took like it should yeah. It, yeah no, we like lost that ability in 2018. Oh, like, I only know that. if if anything happened, my I don't know my boyfriend's phone number. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you his area code. 
Really? No, seven something. I didn't memorize my husband's until he became my husband because I was like, oh, I should know that. Like, yeah. as your wife, if it's like official. My emergency con. Like, if someone, it's like, they, I don't know, I got shot or something. Yeah. Knock on wood, I don't. And they're like, what's a number right now? The number I'd be able to give is my best friend in San Francisco. Like, <laughs> or you can give this number. It, I, Honest I check to it. God, they, I would have to. Yeah. I'd have to give the True. podcast number if I like got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And then I know Aislinn's phone number because her you know area code phone? is one well, off. Aislinn is yeah, good enough. Yeah, but I'm not going that number. <laughs> she's not, she's not in me. Canada. No, but I only know her area code because there's only oh. one number off from my area code. Do you have it listed in your phone? I do, but I'm saying like if like top of my head. Got it. Yeah. I could have my couple of my friends' home phone numbers that they don't live at the house anymore. Have those still stocked. Every Hannah Montana lyric still up there. Yep. Yeah. But no problem with yeah. song lyrics. Yeah. No, none of the actual important <laughs> phone numbers. Uh-huh. But um, yeah. They don't want you to memorize phone numbers. They don't want you to know phone numbers. They want you to be dependent uh, on this phone. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, produced, directed, and edited by Melissa DeMons. Post-production sound by Chris Henry, production assistant Julie Carley, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I'll see you guys next week. And don't blame me if your life, you know, completely fucks up before then. <laughs> oh.